She reaches from beyond the grave to make good men her wicked slaves. She'll take your blood, she'll take your head, she'll follow you until you're dead. That's right, just when you thought it was safe to go back on Facebook or YouTube or wherever you're watching this, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) So if you enjoyed our very special um, July 4th gift that we gave you of the I Don't Need Last Summer 1 and 2 reviews, but today we are here because we have some very exciting stuff to discuss. We are finally, finally... And I mean, finally, mm-hmm. able to discuss Fear Street. Oh, made my whole damn weekend. <laughs> so excited. So, so yes. got a very scream vibe from the get go. Yes. We're not even, hold on, we're not getting into. I want to get. It, I want to talk. I want to talk about everything leading up to it first. Okay. So, but- so, for those of us that, uh, I don't know, were born under a rock or aren't uh, elder millennials, <laughs> Fear Street is um, R.L. Stein, an R.L. Stein book series. Probably the second fa- mo- the most famous one he does. There was Goosebumps, obviously, but Fear Street was for sexy, dangerous young teens. Ooh. I- <laughs> I was telling Kyle because I was rewatching it just for funsies, and he goes, "I've never heard of Fear Street." I'm like, "Well, you also, you were also not, you know, a gay male or a teenage girl in the '90s." <laughs> yeah, because everyone kissed and nearly got fingered in the lockers and stuff like that. That was all sexy. But um, see, everyone read Goosebumps. Everyone read Goosebumps. The yeah, hardcore people. The hardcore people moved on to Fear Street. Hell's like, yeah. like, well, you know, like, R.L. Stein actually murder. had like other books that weren't part of Fear Street, like Beach House Correct. and Beach Correct. Party and other things Correct. beaches. Were, there were other ones. You know, the Babysitter was an amazing series. Was that him? I, yes. Wait, I, actually, yes, yeah, I was going through my book collection. I have a Fear Street trilogy upstairs, and I was so excited to find it. Like, oh my god! I've got a few of them. I want to dig about. Hey. So the yes. original Fear Street pub, um, run of 61 novels was from 1961, yes, that's right, from, from 80, 1989 to 1999 they were in publication. Oh, wow. There was a reboot in 2015 as well, uh, which was returned to Fear Street. So um, the interesting thing about this movie, though it is called Fear Street, it doesn't necessarily borrow from any of the books in this first instalment. The overall arching storyline of this trilogy of movies does borrow from the Fear Street saga, which is this sexy little cover here. Ooh. Ooh. 
going to get and tell get and tells up. the story. Yeah, tells the story of how Fear Street became Fear Street with um witchcraft trials and Sarah Good, uh, Sarah Fear and the Good family, which is all implied at the moment. So if you're a Fear Street nerd, you would have heard all of these names and went, oh, I know what's happening. I know well, what's also, if you're on. a Salem witch trial nerd, you hear yes, the Good family. Exactly. Go- oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's some good, fairly violent, gross stuff to come. But these movies have been, as R.L. Stein said in, in interviews lately, these people have been asking for movies about this forever. I've been thinking about it ever since there was a, a Goosebumps TV series. I was like, why is there not a why is there not a, a Fear Street TV series? You know which uh, books I thought would have made great movies was was a uh, Ninety Nine Fear Street. Oh yeah, I love Ninety Nine Fear Street. How good was that? Hand in the disposal. Oh my god! Oh, I remember that. I read that book. <laughs> I I reread them all recently, and I was just like, Are yours bright orange as well? Yes! Yes! And I'm just like rethinking the garbage disposal scene. I'm like, oh, garbage that looks disposal. so... Because they were filming a movie there, wasn't And it was a faulty it was prop a, or it was a It was Correct. a movie about the, the hauntings in the house. And that scene would have been so gnarly on screen. I think Tom Savini would just nail it. Well, they hinted so, at it in H2O. They pulled, they ripped that off. Because I remember watching H2O I'm, when he's reaching into the garbage disposal. I'm like, this is Fear what, Street. <laughs> what I'm thinking is happening... And if they're smart, if if Netflix is smart, they're using this trilogy as like a taster because there are so many bloody books that they could actually use and reference in. If they release these every Halloween or something, like a movie or three movies or like a mini series, they've got people for years coming back to it. And there's so many great like... And the cheerleader saga was amazing. Bad movie um, would be a good one too. Yep, Fear Park, wrong number. Oh, I'm just so excited about this. Like, Netflix, bit, do that, not break my heart. You broke my 99 heart. Fear, Sabrina, 99 Fear Street was was a great. Like, Fear I would Street love would be amazing. I would love Fear to Street jump. Yeah, I would love to jump in because this seems to me like laying the groundwork and kind of like an origin, like an introduction, not an origin story, introduction and origin story. But this this movie, these these trilogy of movies first went into v- development in twenty fifteen. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So That's yeah, twenty fifteen. Um, twentieth century Fox commissioned them. They were like, "Yes, let's ha- let's go." Um, the script was finished by twenty seventeen. Filming took place back to back in twenty nineteen. So all three movies at once, which is done all a smart way. COVID. To- which is a smart way to do it, actually, in this day and age, you know. Yeah, Just Jamie and Curtis. Get it done. Well, she did. they did that with Halloween. They did that with the last yeah. two Halloweens. They just got caught out in the middle of Halloween ends. So, whoops. Um, and it was due for a theatrical release in June 2020. Whoopsie daisy. They should have just released it. Can you imagine all the, the shit we went through in 2020? That would have been a real bright spot. But honestly. no one would have been able to see it is the issue. Lots of, <laughs> no. lots of people were renting on demand, and I think that they really would have just... But see, something else happened in 2020 as well. Mm. The mouse bought out 20th Century Fox. Oh, that's right. So Disney were the Disney were the proud owners of Fear Street for a hot minute, and they had no idea what to do with it. It certainly wasn't going on Disney Plus, <laughs> <Can you laughs> and we'll, we'll see we'll see why soon. 
Um, they did contemplate putting it on Hulu as a more yeah. adult thing, but then ultimately they dropped it and then Netflix scooped in in August in 2020 and served it up. So this is part one of a three-part trilogy, as we were talking about. And we're starting in 1994. Now, um, how old was everyone in 1994? We were all the same. I was 11. I was 11. I'm trying to do the math here. I think I was eight or nine. Yeah, so Luke and I were the same age, so it's all right. But But yeah. I was still into it. I was into all that stuff at that age. They couldn't hold me back. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been there's been a little bit of criticism about um, it being not nineties enough. I'm like, are you serious? I feel like it that, opens that first... with someone buying an R.L. Stein book. Like, I don't think someone buys nineties. They bought. Wait, let's 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 go back to it in a bricks and mortar bookshop. Oh, Paying cash at a mall. $2.99 for a paperback of a Fear Street <laughs> book. You can't get much more 90s than that. And she was drinking a damn Orange Julius. Come on. Yeah, I love that it wasn't Fear Street, though. It was just, they were just the titles of the books. They were like, here, here they are. Right. But you. By Robert you Lawrence. You yeah. R.L. Yeah, by Robert Lawrence. Yes. Got some choice little stalkers there. Uh, I think I read all three of those actually. So <laughs> I was very happy. And we are introduced to um this lovely young lady. Does she not look exactly like her mom? Like, come on. Well, who is her mom, Katie, for people that don't know? Okay. So I wasn't totally yeah, prepared like for fun facts today, but here we go. Uma Thurman is her mother. Oh my and god. Ethan Hawk is yes, her she father. Does. Maya Hawk. That, that Maya she, Hawk. She is like the perfect combination of Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman, but she looks dead like her dead ringer of her mother in the nineties, right there. So like perfection, Mwah. love it. And definitely, definitely very nineties with the let's go back to it with the slut strands. Look at her uh, down I wore, the front. I wore a shirt like that in the early two thousands, just like the sheer shirt with the something. Sheer, on top. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think that sheer look came back in the two thousands, but it was. Yeah, um, oh, I didn't care if it was back in or not. I was just a miserable. Can we, bitch. Can we talk about the music for a second, though? Yes, Pretty we did. Like, I feel Damn like the budget, soundtrack. the budget went on this soundtrack, man. Like, it was like, whoa. Mm. That's guys. some pretty good songs. It's like, oh, there's actually uh, Netflix have released that have released all the songs on the mixtape. Oh yeah, I already downloaded. So yeah, it's cool. Anyways. I was going to put it up on the page, but I forgot to do it. But um, <laughs> yeah. So we start out in Shadyside Mall in the 90s living the retail dream <laughs> i was like i feel you girl it's okay <laughs> uh the mall closes and we get a mysterious phone call very reminiscent as as we were saying before of one nineties super slasher that you know kind of redefined the genre y- yes but- folks we are we are still hinting at you to tell us to watch screen <laughs> but what if we think of this first sex this first section i was i was very pleased with it like i a, was into it yeah very scream-esque very very scream-esque mm. and, yeah i got um, that very much the drew barrymore exactly it, 
100%. Even down to even down to the music. Even down to the music. Well, Marco Beltrami is the composer. He's the guy who did all the music for Scream. Yeah, so it's the same. Like the chase scene when she's when she's in the bookstore and goes under the the pull down door is very Scream. Like, like right. wow. Before okay. we go any further, kids. This oh, is lots of spoilers. To... Spoilers. Sorry, that was usually me. Good work, Katie. I was. Re- if you haven't, if you haven't seen Fear Street nineteen eighty four, turn off turn now because we're about to ruin everything. Because I was about <laughs> to, I was about to follow up with even uh, Heather's death was very Drew Barrymore and Scream because oh, she like, grabs the mask yeah. and reveals the, the ki- poor girl. Look, like she went through it. <laughs> oh my god! Like when he stabbed her right in the chest, like I could feel that. Like, oh, you broke. And this her is ribs. the thing. Oh. This is the thing. No cutaways at all. Even beautiful. scream. Even scream didn't show it that graphically. Actually, that was a sturdy oh. knife straight through the chest. That was some beautiful camera work, too. By the way, yeah, I, mean. I was like, so yeah, the the killer was this dude, a guy in a skull mask. Well, I love that, like I just said in Scream, like she pulls the mask and she knows who the killer is. And Drew, you you see in her face, well, Casey. Casey knew who her killer was. You could see in her face she knew exactly who was killing her, but they didn't reveal who it was. Totally different in this because they show you exactly who's doing it. They show you who the killer is. And I was like, okay, that's weird. I wonder why they're doing that. Or comes back later, obviously. They they answer that question later, but then then he gets a very graphic death. Like this is what I was I was surprised for a Netflix show for a for a movie that was aimed at teens. Like let like honestly, it's um, obviously they want the the millennial millennial, can't speak millennial millennial (laughs) audience. I think I've struck (laughs) out. They're looking for yeah. They're looking for us. But I was surprised. I was surprised that we saw a gunshot to the head, a slash. A slash stomach and oh, stabbed yeah. to the solar plexus all in the first 15 minutes of this movie. Yeah, they did and not blood, back. A fair amount of blood too. Mm-hmm. I and did I, mean, I did love the um the the obvious like well we over here it was Granny Mays, the store that sold all the stupid shit with like the neon lights and oh, all that kind of stuff. It's Spencer's over it, here. Spencer's over there, yeah. yeah I was Spencer's like, here. that is so retro. Like I that guy and as soon as uh, I saw him on the phone with her, I was like, oh, that guy works at Spencer's. Like, you knew exactly where he was. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's a creepist. <laughs> oh, God. He's a creepist. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's hard to imagine where we go from here. But this is where we're introduced to our core cast, right? We have Deanna. with who we think is high school outside Dina. She's like, oh, I'm so angsty and everything about me is angsty. Her wonderful little brother, Josh. Who's who's, the, I, I, I thought he, he was brilliant. In he's this the show. MVP of this film. And if you disagree with me, you can just go away. MVP. Um, even more ama- amazing being girl, Kate. She was... Who oh. looked a little bit who looked a little bit like um the girl from Orphan. Right? Okay, listen, that... <laughs> yes, I got that vibe. Her whole look is a vibe, okay? Hashtag yeah. justice for Kate, because... Well, see, she, this is the thing. She may come back if we get more stories. She could be in that cheerleader saga. This is true. But I'm just... She's a cheerleader. She, she is a vibe. I love her style. This I is love the, the thing. style, though. This is, what I'm, this is what I'm excited about. Is if they can do more movies, all of this cast can be back. 
Mm-hmm. There's no reason they can't be. Um, Simon, who I can't find a picture of from the actual show, from the actual movie, but this is the actor that plays Simon. Um, have, have we decided? Because Simon gave me um, as queer my, vibes. Yes, as my gay friends. Does he like <laughs> off the gay friend vibe? I feel like that's what they wanted to go, but I don't think that they were ready to pack the cast out with LGBT <laughs> people. Too ma- it, well, too you got to remember, it was, it, it was filmed two years ago. So, yeah. do you know what I mean? He, just, was, he had the painted nails. He was like the, like the kind of groovy, mean chick best friend guy. So he was like the Damien, a Damien of this movie for Mean Girls. You. Oh, I'm being straight back. <laughs> I'm just saying, if if they weren't siblings and they weren't actively sleeping together, and I'm not saying that, you know, platonic friendships can't exist, but that guy gives off a GBF vibe. He, he, actually, he, do you know who? what kind of vibes he gives off to me? What's that? Those, we, those weird bisexual creepy, like, you know that guy oh. that was always like, ooh. Oh, you mean the guys I dated just, in high school? All the bisexual yeah, right? guys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like he was that kind of cool bisexual dude. You're like, oh, I don't know, there's something cool about you. Oh, there's something exotic about a bisexual. And then, Ooh. of course, the worst worst character of the whole set of the show. Oh, I hate her. I hate her so much. Sad sex, Sam. I hate her. <laughs> but anyway, so she, we meet. She's uh, the main focus, and I hate her so much. Yeah. So we meet. We meet these. Um, the core four, as I, I don't really consider Sam a core character. <laughs> I like the other four better. Yeah. Um, Dina and Josh's dad is a non-entity, which I, which happens a lot in the Fear Street novels. It puts and happens a lot in Scream too. Right, mm-hmm. the parents, if they're there, are barely there or Single dead. Parents working late or they're dead. <laughs> yeah, let the kids rendezvous. That's so it. we have we have the murder of Heather hitting the school. And um, yeah, there is a huge reaction. I, I liked the way they portrayed high school as well in this. It wasn't like shiny, happy American high school. It was it was kind of bleak. It was kind of, you know. It was grungy. It was grungy. It was grungy. <laughs> and we go into the bathroom to discover a bit of art written on the walls. Um, it goes a little something like this. She reaches from the beyond the grave to make good men her wicked slave. She'll take your blood. She'll take your head. She'll follow you until you're dead. <laughs> and this is the curse of Sarah Fear, who was a witch that was, I'm assuming, burnt at the stake. We are yet to hear. Well, there's uh, pictures of bur- her. Oh, no, she was, no, she was oh, hung. Sorry. She was hung. Duh. <laughs> well, listen. It's I'm, early here. Well, you know what? I just watched a movie this weekend where they, like, they... Uh, sta- they uh, hammered a mask on her. They hung her and they burned her. I mean, they made sure oh. she was dead. Oh, and the so yeah, Sarah, Sarah Fear to escape her death, cut off her evil hand. The hand is still missing. Let's put it. Let's let's make like that is a huge red beacon. And the fact that her hand is missing has cursed the entire town of Shady Side, basically. So Shady Sides. A shithole because you know they were like she she died on, on shady side land mm. um yeah so that's pretty accurate they go um we go to a i guess he'd call it a pep rally would you call it a pep rally when someone dies it was a vigil 
a candlelight vigil. Okay. Yeah. So the shady it's side, the shady side, <laughs> shady side <laughs> witches are it's playing the sunny day, uh, sunny Dale. Whoops. Whoops. Sunny Vale. <laughs> sunny Vale football team. So all the band football players and cheerleaders have to go. Uh, we meet Sheriff Good here as well. So again, as Katie mentioned, if you are A, a Fear Street fan or B, know anything about Salem Witch Trials, you know that the surname Good means something. It's very important. I feel I feel like there's a lot that we're going to look back in the third movie on this movie and go, aha, because I, I'm suspect on that wife. I am very, very excited we about ha- the third movie. We had a close, we had a close up of that wife, and she didn't actually say anything. But I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> that third one's gonna tickle my Salem witch trial fancy. Yeah, fancy 1666 is where Katie's it. at. <laughs> She's <laughs> at that. <laughs> so we find out that um, Dina and Sam are hot teen lesbian. Hot teen lesbian lovers, which is did that feel forced to you guys? Though it felt like it was very forced. I didn't. Sam's not into her. Like Sam is just not into her. But it's probably that first. You know, she's probably just flirting with it. She's one of them's more into it than the other, and da 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 da. da. Like Dina's like fully like, yeah, I'm a lesbian. This is just where it's at. And Sam's like, oh maybe. Yeah, maybe she got a boyfriend real quick if she just moved there seriously she she a bit of a hoe um but anyway <laughs> they meet back up and they're 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 fighting as a fight breaks out on the football field which oh, is just... great i love simon as the as the witch <laughs> he just because the mascot he is, hits him with a broom and runs away so <laughs> i think he is meant to be you know like the queer represent queer male representation because he doesn't punch he hits <laughs> someone with a broom and then runs away as he's dressed as a woman um but you know whatever we're down for, we're down for different stuff here um and then we're back on the after kate gets smacked in the head she's not happy no so she's really not <laughs> the shady siders are planning revenge when you know, a car low, or well, not full of, but a car full, a car with um, two two uh, skull masks starts to throw bottles at the back of the school bus that they're on, mm-hmm. and who should be in that seat? But Sam, Sad Sack Sam. Oh. I'm so, so she's along. <laughs> yeah. So Dina's not having it at all. She's over over this shit. She um, opens the back of the bus and gets ready to throw the cooler of full, <laughs> full red Gatorade. I guess they didn't actually play the game, did they? Because there no. was a fight. So no, that they works did not. Out. <laughs> <laughs> um, she has a mysterious nosebleed. This nosebleed thing keeps coming up in this in this show. So obviously it means something um, that we're not privy to. And the cooler goes flying out the back and <laughs> hits the car. The car goes ambling off into the forest. Um, Everyone survives. And so they're not really injured either. Not really like, injured. Like, it doesn't yeah. seem like they were wearing seatbelts and somehow they're all crawling out of the car <clears throat> alive. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. no, okay. Sam crawls out. The back seat. Like, <clears throat> yeah. He's like hanging over the seat like this. That guy should have went right through the windshield. Yeah. Sam crawls out of the car and is bleeding from the nose <laughs> again. <laughs> and 
has a mysterious flash of some supernatural imagery and a screaming face. Ooh, it's all over. And then they're, they're rescued. Everything seems to be normal. Everything seems to be great. Right? We're all good. The police officers question them. They do as teenagers do and go, it was an accident. It was an accident. Even though it wasn't an accident. <laughs> um, and then we think we think that that section is over. Um, Dina and Josh go back home and find this fella lurking out the front. <laughs> yeah. Who they think is is Sam's boyfriend, justifiably, because he yeah, he, he promised revenge and that he was gonna kill everyone. So um yeah. We have that start we have stalking starting, which is a big theme in in a lot of Fear Street books is people being stalked. It's like, ooh, scary. But um let's talk about can we talk about the AOL hot minute, right? I was just thinking, can someone <laughs> please bring up the AOL? Please. We need to talk about because I had nineties. I had the best away messages. I did. They were so okay, good. Okay. I was <clears throat> there. I say I was the original emo girl with my sad, sad away messages. <laughs> and I also want to bring up because I read an article the other day about uh like doing things that you uh, regret later on in life. When I was uh, of the age of uh, AOL and you know AIM and all that. My original screen name was um, Orgy Lover Fifteen. Oh God! Oh, and it's because I liked the hey. band. I liked the band. I had no idea. <laughs> she didn't know what Orgy was. I She's had like, Orgy. no Orgy. idea. I just, I just liked Jay Gordon and that band, man. Him and that makeup, and that should have been a sign for later on, anyways. Well, Steve, AOL wasn't huge here, was it? It was more ICQ. We had Yahoo. We had more Yahoo. And <laughs> Yahoo, chat. Yahoo chat. Yeah. But yeah, I attracted some. Um... <clears throat> yes. Anyways. <laughs> I bet you did. I didn't understand. Why are, they, why are these guys sending such vulgar messages to me? You newbie. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the story. Sorry, it was funny as hell. <laughs> While Josh and Kate are being stalked, uh, Josh and Kate, Josh and Dina are being stalked, Kate and Simon are babysitting. I would not put those two. And putting their putting those twins to work, sorting out their drug piles. And bribing, <laughs> um, the, and bribing them with my so-called life. So-called life, I know, right? I was so like telling the little kids not you. to eat them. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, their hearts will stop. I love it. <laughs> I, because... I love Kate. Yeah, she's typical bitch cheerleader. She she's done. She's got the prototype she down. She, she was gold. She was yeah. She was gold. Um, we we forgot to mention that they had accidentally they they have been stealing stealing selling drugs to get their way out of shady side and had accidentally temporarily killed Simon's little brother Timothy earlier. It wasn't a full OD. Remember they brought him yeah, back. They brought him back. <laughs> <laughs> this movie um this is when it's revealed that simon works at the at the grocery store and hasn't actually gotten changed in the last 24 hours because he still has the bloody a shirt on. with sam's blood on him yep That's which so is gross. a bit gross but whatever and an so, OSHA violation but anyways yeah, yeah but whatever it was the 90s no one was caring about no anything cared back about in the OSHA. Day. come on um so in the in the babysitting house this is 
when we see the real return of old mate because he breaks in to smell the bloody shirt <laughs> which was kind of weird which was kind of everyone's like okay what's going on there okay. interesting okay. it's 90s and then bounces he's he's gone because she 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 does not even care she's like hey creeper and then he's like and so i was like what the fuck are you doing I'm like, yeah, that's... creep from Sunnyside or wherever it is. Yeah. So they all hightail it to the hospital because Dean has been told to stay away by Sam's waspish mother uh, because they have – the reason they broke up was that she – her mother broke up with her father and she's moved her to Sunny – I keep going to say Sunnydale. Sunnyvale. Vale. <laughs> <laughs> moved her to Sunnyvale, thus breaking up. The world's hottest lesbian couple, apparently. Mommy's a bit um, of a rude. Yeah, mommy's a bit of a bitch, but you know, nineties <laughs> bitch, nineties bitch mother with, with shoulder pads is, is another, you know, stereotype. It's a look. Look, we the meet, mom um, just wanted her daughter to be normal. Okay, yeah, we meet. We meet. Um, <laughs> we meet another really interesting character at the hospital, Nurse Betty. You know when. When she said, tell Nurse Betty, she has uh, some patients. I I, yeah. I assumed right away it was going to be a cross-dressing nurse. Like, I knew yeah. for, like, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't try very hard for Betty. Betty deserved better. I mean, I Betty, know, but Betty's there's so pretty, many but... backstory. I feel, but I feel like we, we, we could get backstories to all these people. I know, but I feel like this they could have done Betty a little better. The lead in. But I feel like Betty was just meant to be a creeper, and he was a creeper. <laughs> He was a creeper. So yeah, they go to confront um they go to confront Sam because they think that the boyfriend has put up has been put up to this. Mm-hmm. Um turns out the boyfriend is just a glorified coat rack because he gets fucking stabbed right yeah, he through got the gut. Right, really yeah, he bad. got wrecked. Yeah. And um, again, Skullface is back. We don't know who Skullface is because Skullface is dead. But he goes on a rampage through the hospital, killing the receptionist and poor Betty. Oh, oh that's right what through. They did my girl wrong? Like right through that jaw, and oh. quite graphically. Like oh there's no cutaways in this movie. That's what I normally like. We get in this, in, especially in this teenage style of movie, you get cutaways for for violence. But they're like that nah. bloodless death, <laughs> full penetration deaths here. <laughs> Um, oh. they they hightail it out of there. One of the one of the best things is when they're so I, one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is when Josh Kate and Simon are stealing from the from the candy machine and they 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 run past and so I was like, did they t- did this to get back together? And then there's a fucking knife wielding psychopath running past and Kate just it's this shot actually. <laughs> it's all over. I just, Meanwhile, I, I, killer just runs right past them. I mean, yes. doesn't even give them a second thought. Just whoosh. and we don't know why yet. We don't know why. We do get a look it's at true. the killer though after he kills Betty, right? We do after he kills Betty because there's been a bit of oh violence and fight. Um, the killer is actually Ryan, Ryan Torres, Torres, who was the original. Skullface, who was shot in the head and killed after he did the mall massacre. Then how so can he be s- back? How? 
Well, we'll find out, Luke. We'll find out. Here, so these guys steal an ambulance. I love it. Steal an ambulance and go to the sheriff's office. Now, the partner had me a little bit confused. The sheriff of Sunnyvale. The sheriff, no, the sheriff of Sunnyvale is also the sheriff of Shadyside. Well, here's the thing. Um, sometimes over here, and I don't know if it works the same over there. Well, this is are, yeah. This is why I need clarification. So okay, uh, there are county police, or like a county sheriff, and then there's like municipalities. So like. In Auburn, there's a police department, and then there's the Cuga County Sheriff's Department. So Cuga okay. County, so the Sheriff's Department will cover all of the Cuga County, and then Auburn would mainly be in Auburn. So my okay. guess is that uh, those two towns are in the same county, and maybe that's county sheriff, and that's how they are both the same. <sighs> Wonderful, because yeah, the the police officer in Shady Side is um, portrayed as you know stereotypical. Oh, Stereotypical 90s police fat guy that's like, I don't believe you, damn kids. That's what... was framing the janitor. Do you see that? The mall janitor yeah. was framing yeah. him. It was bullshit. The black guy. Flame the, frame the black guy. It works so well in the 90s. Oh, he's racist <clears throat> unless, rampant in the 90s. Unless you're age OJ, you know. Yeah, that, that what one. Is what else? Oh, Anyways. Ooh. Speaking of stabbing <laughs> white people. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty white girls, right in there. <laughs> well, look, we like to be controversial. <laughs> so while this is all going down, while this is all going down, our our secret queer Simon goes to pee. <laughs> even even what he's squirrel. wearing, even what he's wearing, like he's got like they look like docks on. And like those extra long shorts that go down to meet the meet the boots, and a hoodie, and painted nail like black painted nails, and a leather oh. wrist cuff. It's like, oh girl, oh he, oh girl, he is Jared Leto from my so called life. Like, yeah. Jordan Catalano, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, we get we get to meet this lovely lady. Listen, I'm into her look. Like you love a bit of Ruby Lane. <laughs> I, I love I love the, the beehive. I love the boots. I love the shirt. Yeah, I'm into it. I, I like right, the whole so, I like the whole style of this show. Let's yeah. just like yeah. She's crying in the street in the empty streets at night <laughs> of Shady Side, you know, as you would go up to her. Um she has a straight razor and has cut her own wrists and then oh. attacks Simon. Uh nearly gets the best of him actually, straight up, until she is um Shot in the head. Well, <laughs> Again, was, another gunshot. Another gunshot to the head. She was also singing a. The police are pretty good there, though. Again, you only hurt the ones song. you love. Yes, you only hurt the ones you love. Yep, she was singing that song, and that's what attracted our <clears throat> bestie Simon over there. So yeah, um, Dina had stolen has stolen one of the cops' guns because. They don't believe them, obviously, that the dead, <laughs> the evil, was he more evil dead or a night of the living dead? I love that. <laughs> you yeah. smart ass. Thank you very much. That was and you can life. tell he's a bad guy too, can't you? He's just too smarmy, that that sheriff good. You're mm-hmm. like, oh. He knows so they stole, they stole ineffective Shadyside Cop's gun and shot, well, we don't know her name is Ruby Lane yet, but shot her in the head and she deadites herself and comes back to life. 
as Luke and I were talking, this movie feels very Scream that meets Evil Dead. Like, yeah, it's like very it's like a, a mashup. It, it's very yeah. Good. Meets Urban Legend, as we come to find out. <sighs> but anyway, they escape Ruby and head back home, and this is where it's revealed that um, things are a little bit strange in Shadyside because Ryan Torres is a dead killer. And this young lady, Ruby Lane, is, is a also killer. a dead killer. She um, killed her boyfriend, I believe it was, with a straight her... razor. And a... Yep, killed her boyfriend and her friends. Her While friends singing. with a straight razor. In the 1950s, I believe she was. 50s. Now, nice. that means she's dead, <laughs> long dead. But, oh, she, oh, she did. and I caught this on the second watching. That's what I need do to you know, second watching. Do you know who they left those twins with that they were babysitting lane thank you mrs lane you're a lifesaver so obviously ruby's sister i would assume that would have to be because she's not old enough to be a not old enough to be her daughter or anything no oh yeah so i caught that (gasps) one ruby lane (laughs) and um this is where uh, Josh, who is a nerd, and his whole AOL thing is that he's involved with a conversation um, with Wait. another person who is a mystery at the moment. We don't know who this other person is. I originally um, thought it was Kate. Honestly. I thought it was, was Kate too. name again? Do you yeah. remember? I don't Queen, remember the Queen, of the, Queen of the Night, Queen of the Dam, something like that. Yeah, something. yeah. Queen of, with Queen something. Yeah, she was Queen of something. Anyway, um, so, yeah, it is revealed that there is... Um, whole host of killers that seem to be recurring and returning uh obviously we've already met i guess we're just going to call him Skullface, right Skullface yeah. killer well skull face killer Torres, just call him by his name and ruby yeah and ruby lane but um there's another another quite famous massacre that they mentioned at camp nightwing oh yes uh, which brought us to Camp Nightwing Killer, who is this gentleman here. Who does that remind you of, folks? <laughs> For, set in the 70s as well, so, mm. you know, whatever. Now, I missed this choice piece, piece of information, and I didn't catch it on the second viewing as well, so I don't know if it's someone that's seen the second show already, but Camp Nightwing... The location of Camp Nightwing is actually where the Shady Side Mall is built. Oh, that that would make. I sense. didn't catch that, so I didn't catch that. But apparently, that's where the Shady Side Mall was built. Well, that would make sense then, because they're all attracted to the evil. So it appears that Sarah Fear is bringing bringing back the killers of Shady Side to, you know avenge her death mm-hmm. but it's revealed here that sam actually saw the witch and this is why the witch is after her because mm. all of the a, a lot of those news articles if you watch the movie reveal so and so said they saw a witch or that da, 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 da. they have in common that they they saw the witch or they heard the witch which on the second viewing <laughs> makes sense about ryan at the beginning. I was just going to say. Because when he turns around and goes, what did you say? Yeah, he heard her. That's right. He heard her, but there was no voice. 
Right. Because Heather goes, Makes sense. I didn't say anything. Yeah. I didn't pay any attention to it either mm. until the second one. Until second watching and later on, which we'll talk about when we get to it. I but keep, um, I keep mixing this because I watched um, the unholy and I watched this, this week, <laughs> and so I keep mixing them up because they're kind of re- like they're not related, but they've got similar plot lines because uh, the yeah. witch in the unholy she comes back through her family members. So I keep going, oh yeah. no, it's her family. No, and it's not. It's not. Well, it is in, in in some of the Fear Street books. It is so we might get to that point eventually if the movies keep going. Well, but um, so yeah, the the guys, our little tr- um, trio, little you know group of mystery sleuths, have figured it out that you know we've got to go figure out what happened. That night. look at how nineties that basement is. I love it. Okay. Plaids everywhere. <laughs> I'm just looking at Dina again. Doesn't she look like the littlest daughter from Seventh Heaven? Yeah, <laughs> Ruby. <laughs> she does. Ruthie, she does. wasn't it? Ruth- Ruth- Ruthie. 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 Sorry. Like dead ringer. Now I gotta know. I so they yeah, so they go back to the scene of the accident accident. Did she I said like Buffy? Accident. Did she do accident? <laughs> um, to discover that when Sam fell out of the car, her blood came in contact with the bones of Sarah Fear. Oh, of course it did. And she herself has awoken all of this. So they what <laughs> again one of my favorite one of my favorite <laughs> <laughs> reburying the bones. We're sorry. God <laughs> oh, damn it, Dina. Simon and Kate were too good for you. Yeah, look, it's angsty, self-important lesbians ruin everyone's night. It sounds like my life my life in this in my early twenties. <laughs> Unlikable lesbian couples ruining everyone's evenings. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, oh god. <laughs> so again, yes. We have the Camp Nightwing killer introduced and coming to act Sam in the back. She cops it a lot, but she deserves it. Um <laughs> she gets attacked Lesbian. and we figure out <laughs> that the key to all of this stopped. is Sam's blood mm-hmm. because her blood became in contact with the bones the blood uh, was on his shirt and she saw the way the blood was actually on Dina's shoe mm-hmm. so the killers are after her blood so they make it they make an epic plan they <laughs> to channel, get rid of these killers i love channel, i love the high school scene jaws I love it. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. And that's another movie you should have watched this weekend for the 4th of July. But anyways, it's yeah. just perfect. <laughs> like, how'd they get rid of the shark uh, at the yeah. end? <laughs> they blew it up. They go, <laughs> there is, they, they realize that it's, they realize that it's blood. <laughs> so everyone, everyone has a sexy changing scene, <laughs> whether it's lesbians, interracial and, love, or self love. And everyone has... had the best line of the movie. Did you all go to Pound Town? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> he's what I think he wins best character for this movie, right? He he's he's like he's amazing. He's so good. so yeah, they effectively um. I guess chum Sam's blood into some water and um, lace it through the corridors of the of the high school to trap the killers in the bathroom and blow them the fuck up, which should be the end of everything, right? 
except they pull a terminator and reform <laughs> <laughs> it re it reforms and they are fucked so yeah. they're on the run again they and then, figure out yeah yep there is a survivor of camp nightwing mm. and she saw the witch as well so how are they going to find the survivor steve how do you how do you do things in the 90s you let your fingers do the walking Through you get your yellow pages you. out <laughs> you get your yellow pages out and how find this person 90s enough who, i love who, it who, i who love said it wasn't 90s enough didn't watch the movie they just yeah. didn't there's no way. yellow or, or do you know what I, f I feel like a lot of the people that are criticizing it weren't there That's they didn't true. grow up in this time weren't in the 90s true. yeah yeah i feel like yeah anyway yeah. um they find they they do find her but she's out so they've got to leave a message on their answering machine off their <laughs> landline off their Nine. landline you know Save connected me. cord connected cord landline um yeah and then they're like oh well you come to the conclusion that sam has to die <laughs> sam's gonna die so they to save her obviously just mm -hmm. not because she's miserable <laughs> we had to we had we had to do the market where this was an intense just like hot minute of this of this movie right i was like oh i i, I dug like the whole the fact that it was dark and there's the neon lights all that kind of thing it was so very like very 90s did you catch that simon was the employee of the month for like the month, every month every month he was he's, he's like, well look he's good at his job at least that's that's what we like we like to hear that he's good at his job oh and then so, we see that he's good at his other job as he explains to us sam how to do an <laughs> overdose exactly they they which, deal out the pills anyone watching this is highly irresponsible you're far better off to suffocate somebody and bring them back with cpr don't overdose on things if you want to come back usually doesn't work out trust nurse luke <laughs> nurse, nurse luke is giving his professional opinion you've got your yeah, light blue shirt on today bubs you look like you're in your scrubs yeah but i'm not <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a medical. I'm not a medical professional today. But I'm saying, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't overdose, kids. It doesn't end well. No. But uh, our killers. Before we get to the full overdose, our killers find us, and boy, do they find this cast. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, this is depressing. It is depressing. But do you know what? It was shocking too, and it this is very one of the rare. most glorious deaths. That yeah, it is very yeah. rare in the modern day in a horror movie that I am shocked. She had a good death. I mean, she put was, up a fight. She did, and that was a beautiful kill. I mean, and she's look, she but she saved. The important thing is that she saved Sam and, and Dina. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. With the whole, the whole Buffy the Vampire Slayer moment. It, it was very good. <laughs> With the aerosol and the and the flame, she said she set um skullface on fire but skullface was not was not done no no <laughs> and poor kate met <laughs> with the bread the slicer yep oh the bakery technically oh was it the bakery yeah. or was it the yeah because she got a head smashed into a cake oh that's right okay and then she went on to the it's that old school we, we've got a store here called baker's delight okay and they have that exact machine oh. <laughs> with the vibrating oh, I... Oh, I yeah. thought it was uh, the meat slicer, but okay. No, no. I mean, either way, the, she got sliced. 
It was a bread slicer and pretty good damn effect, practical effect too. Yes, apparently, it was, it was good. I no, no CGI in this. Apparently, I mean, I was gonna as soon as she died, I was pissed. I'm like, if she's the only one to die in this scene, I am going to be very angry. I, I was like, what? No, not Kane. I know. I was <laughs> oh, wait, I've got. So we forgot to mention. Yeah, so we mentioned that everyone hooked up. Do you guys? Uh, I <laughs> when Simon and Josh were together. I thought he was going to kiss him as well. Yeah, yeah. I had this feeling that he was going to be like, like when he was scared because he yep. was like, I was like, oh, this feels a bit funny. And then they cut away from it. I was like, maybe, maybe in an alternate edit that happened. But yeah, he, he, he reassures Josh that Kate actually liked him because she's a bitch basically. And she's not nice to anyone. She was nice to him. But yeah, <laughs> Kate, Kate meets a sad end and, I, one of the shocks went, was when Ruby Lane showed back up again behind that door. I was like, "Oh fuck! I didn't expect that." <laughs> and I, we've been watching we've been watching horror movies for a while, guys. You always expect someone behind the door, but she was just there, like yeah. you know what I mean. She was just there, slashing away. Nikki um, Poor Simon yep. also meets his end at I the hands of Camp to... Nightwing Killer, which I I, I think is a pity, right? I feel like it's a pity that we lost both of them like so quickly. So they did I, their job. I really liked Kate and Simon. And yeah. yeah. But they did their they job. The they most made likeable these characters yeah. interesting. And well, they made, they made those characters interesting. Yeah, I'm still not happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Not happy. At so, least you got the first half of it. <laughs> so when we go back to um, Dina and Sam, when they show the, the whole fish tank and the lobster. The scissors sisters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My immediate thought was that she had a shellfish allergy. <laughs> I'm gonna rub this lobster on her. Well, no, I thought like I don't know why that. Okay, I'm I'm a food allergy mom, so my assumption is always like, oh my god, they're gonna go into anaphylaxis. Okay, so we'll talk uh, about that in a second too. Um, medical opinion. Um, so she drowns her, right? Right there. Yeah, I'm, po- yes. I'm just pointing at the screen. She drowns her, and it takes a long fucking time for her to drown. It does like, seem like it took yeah. a long... Does it really take that long? Yeah, actually, I think it, it would. Like, yeah, especially it, if she's putting like up a fight. Oh, she wasn't up really, a fight. She wasn't really fighting. She that. is I for mean, a little while, then you see her grab her hand, and she kind of lets go. Oh, all right. A little bit too late, <laughs> just quietly. Yeah. Just before Josh is about to die. But... Thankfully, we didn't lose Josh as well, because if I was just left with Sam and Dina, I'd be like, and I'm done. Listen, <laughs> if they killed the woman, the gay, and the black guy, I'm going to call racism here. Well, it would be very nice. Pick a tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. I'm actually so she surprised died. he survived being black in the 90s. You know? That's she dies. That's she true. dies, right? She drowns. Yep, she's dead. And that they... many EpiPens? But again, why would you use an EpiPen to resuscitate somebody who's yeah, drowned? Right. Like, and you can so, tell she was trying to go Pulp Fiction, right? And she's yeah, like, yeah. she was nowhere near her heart. But this is the now, thing: EpiPens are Ep- a lower EpiPen's dose. EpiPens not going to work on someone that's that's technically not dead slash like, their like lungs not breathing. Full of water, lungs no. full of water, and heart stopped. No, it's just meant to right? be, well. I mean, that would be a CPR job. I mean, yeah, right. My uh, 
it's just meant to reverse the effects of anaphylaxis. It's supposed to give you enough time to get to the hospital where they can. So they're trying to make out that this is adrenaline. I'm guessing that was their theory. Was <laughs> well, we've got all these epipens. Epinephrine is wouldn't that adrenaline. have wouldn't, wouldn't that have killed her? The amount of stuff that the amount of epipens yes. that if if uh, it wasn't, it's a low like Luke said. Come on, Luke. It's a lower dose. If they it had is like, a lower like, dose than an epipen, but they gave us so much. Like, look, it. There was that case of that nurse that was booting up all her patients with adrenaline and putting them into cardiac arrest, like bringing on heart attacks from an overdose of um, epinephrine. And so, yeah, that's very much something that could happen. I just don't see who came up with this idea of giving someone adrenaline that's drowned. Like after the drug overdose, maybe, <laughs> but the... Yeah, the drowning I, thing. It was like uh, I think she just panicked at that point. I think yeah. for the drug that was my maybe that, that was my moment of disbelief. For her. I was like, really? Okay, I cool. think she just panicked because even Josh is like, mm, okay. Yeah, anyway, you know, this, this is probably not the best way to go about it. So anyway, happy days. The lesbian lives. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> um, and they try. The so basically, Sheriff Good tries to put this whole thing on Kate and Simon and you know they 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 refuse to let that happen basically and there's happy lesbian moments until the phone rings again <gasps> and it is the survivor of Camp Nightwing and we have the revelation that someone is summoning something deep in the bowels of I, I'm guessing shady side and we see a wall full of names of killers of Shady Side's past, and then but, Sam's name appears on the wall. <sighs> yes. So, what was the survivor's name? Like, see something. See something. We'll see her next week. Ah, <laughs> That's what it is. We'll, we'll see, see you next week. week. We'll see you um, next week. <laughs> so yeah, Sam viciously attacks Dina, and <laughs> there's a fight scene. Big old lesbian fight scene with lots Demon. of more stabbing. They're very, they're very obsessed with the stabbing in this. And in the abdomen. I mean, they are <clears throat> good. That yeah. was not, that's not like a little poke. I mean, that was a. No. Yeah. Um, and basically, Dina gets to subdue Sam, who is obviously possessed. And that is where we end Fear Street Part One. I mean, I'm sure Dina has pictured tying up Sam before, but this is not exactly. What but she no, not with her landline phone cord. Avocado covered, if I'm colored, if I if I remember correctly. Oh. So we get the trailer for next week's. Oh well, this week's episode. We're going to drop this just before the next episode starts. So um, we get to go back to the '70s, kids, and it looks like a. Big old Friday the 13th tribute. Oh, Absolutely. It looks like a good time. There's teenage sex, there's blood, there's violence, there's drugs. What more could you ask for? What more could you ask for? So what did you guys think of this first installment? I'll let you go I was pleasantly it. surprised. I wasn't sure what we were going to get, if it was going to be some watered down thing or like just some, you know, cliche whatever but i thought it was quite well done i feel the 90s vibe was captured very well uh, i feel the kills were quite intense and iconic that you you go away from that film thinking like holy crap like i just saw someone go into a bread cutter and like 
get minced up. Um, like it was really well done. And the only thing I really didn't buy was the two leads. I thought they weren't, it felt forced and I just didn't, maybe it was the actresses. I don't know. It just didn't vibe well with me, but I think the supporting cast was extremely strong and that's what made this what it was. Yeah, totally. Katie, what about you, my love? I agree. I, I'm, I'm As a 90s kid, I loved it. I thought it hit all the nostalgia spots. I agree about the leads. I mean, I don't have a, obviously, I don't have a problem with them being gay, but I do have a problem with their chemistry being terrible. I yeah, mean, they didn't feel authentic, did they? I mean, no. Dina, I mean, Dina was okay, but Sam, I hate Sam, but... She just was not into it. I hate Sam Club. <laughs> oh, this is the I hate Sam Club. Yeah. It's just she was not believable. Like, she was not a, you know, a lovelorn teenager. She was just a bitch. And yeah. I didn't care if she lived or died. When Kate and Simon died, I was upset. And I really love that Josh was defending them to his queen, that they were good people and they were my friends and they didn't deserve what happened to them. That's right, Josh. You defend them to the end. Uh, I think the 70s part of it's going to be a lot of fun because who doesn't love a 70s slasher film but i'm still itching to get to that third film because well it looks like it's actually gonna it's actually gonna deliver on the friday the 13th i promise that friday the 13th never really delivered on with having um oh hi katie that's the full full screen um having having the kids actually in peril at the camp because you see the kids all running around screaming as well so it looks like there's actually going to be children in peril so who knows what punches fear street's going to pull we could see we could we could have dead kids because it looks like there's a couple there's a couple there's a couple more of the of the killers that are mentioned that um that will appear the little deformed boy who's meant to be their jason Voorhees, i'm pretty sure is in this next episode the milkman who killed all the all the um, housewives is the in housewives. the next, all the next episodes. So the the famous killers are going to keep coming back. Obviously, Camp Nightwing killers are going to be the most prominent one in this one because he's the star. <laughs> Here's a prediction. But um, yes, go. Uh, okay, the survivor, the one who uh, was brought back to life by someone. Yeah, I am predicting that the person who um, brought her back was the sheriff. Yes, because he um, he goes to her house and drops off a note saying it's happening again. Mm-hmm. So Sheriff Good is obviously one of those teenagers in Camp Nightly. Yep. Somewhere, and he's revealed that her um, yeah, the survivor's sister died at Camp Nightwing. So I feel like we're, this is going to unfold as as the books did. Like if you remember reading Fear Street, everything everything was um, you know progressing along and then all of a sudden something to change at the drop of a hat and, and really like up. shift or, or shift or shift the story really quickly which is cool like it gave you time to get to know the characters but then it's like but this and you're like oh okay cool so i'm i'm looking forward to 1977 uh, and i'm looking very much looking forward to um 1666 as well as i said i think this is a great introduction please netflix listen <laughs> This Netflix. I feel like this is your gold mine. That Netflix are looking for something that people have to come to them for. Mm-hmm. This, this is, is it. it. This Netflix is it. 
we're not saying do 99 fear street but we're saying do 99 fear street yeah do the cheerleaders do fear park do in, like you could do individual it doesn't have to necessarily be movies. do the beach you house do, you could do tv like you could do what american horror story is doing and, and do an individual episode yeah. yeah there's there's the new american horror stories which is single episode single oh, yeah, episode that, ones that's coming up in the next week or so isn't it yeah very well, very close I got um, so I yeah, we would love we would love guys to know what you thought of Fear Street because we we are committed to the next two, and I think we'll probably have to do a recap as well at the end mm-hmm. and sit down and go. All right, I've processed all this, a and by break. the end, by the end, we'll probably know if there's a future for Fear Street because there's a lot of talk about it at the moment. So I feel like it's doing its job, like yeah. it's generating a lot of conversation. If mm-hmm. these next two installments go well. Hopefully, there's a future for it because I would love to see some of the book, the actual books, developed into, if not um, whole stories, part like part of a story that informs it. Because the whole thing, the whole idea with Fear Street is that all these stories intertwine, and it's all because of the land that they're on, and because of, yeah, because of the curse of the town. So it'd be, and it'd be great to see it to flesh out the world basically, and have a have a Fear Street universe where you could have all these different things happening at different points of time, which I don't know if I'm being overambitious, but that's just my hope. Well, I mean, <laughs> my they, hope and dream. I mean, they did a, are you afraid of the dark on Nickelodeon and it did really well. So they would, yeah. they would be smart to kind of follow that kind of trend. And this and is, this is a more adult version of, of what oh, we absolutely. got. Of, I love the, I love the reboot of, are you afraid of the dark, but it was still very much aimed at teens. Mm-hmm. It was scary. I was definitely scary. It was still scary, but I feel like I this, think is this is the right... meant to appeal yeah. to this our, is elder millennials. This yeah. is elder millennials, but teenagers will enjoy it as well. Mm-hmm. So okay. fingers crossed. Um, and yeah, we hope to revisit you at Camp Nightwing very, very soon. Literally in a couple oh. of days, and then we'll be we'll be back to talk about it. So, okay, but we have uh, to dress up as camp counselors for the next one. <laughs> Okay. 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 All right. Thank you for joining us today, Luke and Katie. And thank you for watching Fear Street with me. And we will see you all again really, really soon. Stay spooky, kids. Bye. Bye, Also, keep it creepy.